You're listening to The Sideline Story, the past, present and future of Rugby League, their journey, their sideline story. Episode 61 of the Sideline Story Rugby League Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Tassoni. And join with me on the panel, the return of Ryan Keith-Clark. Thank you for coming back, Ryan. People thought you were gone. And also, Nicholas Guild. How are we, boys? <laughs> good, mate. Always good. That's good. Nick? Mate, I'm good. Just a quick shout out to one of our mates, old Scarface. Hope you get better soon, mate. <laughs> couldn't help yourself, could you? <laughs> nah. No, you couldn't help yourself. Uh, Ryan, some people think um, think that you've um, disappeared, but in fact, you have not. And I made a lovely post about you this week, about you, how you've headhunted Guilty and I for being undefeated in the jersey bets for two years now. Yeah. Mate, I, th- I thought that was, I thought I was done there, but um, mate, I missed one episode. Calm, everyone needs to calm down. Yeah, they need to calm down. Clarky, we know you're the yes. favourite. <laughs> I got to host again. I should host next week. Yeah, right. done. Yeah, your host next Let's week. Guilty, did you hear it? I heard it. All right, you're if the I can make week. it. Oh my god! <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> You've got heat. Because you've got heaps of time, Ryan, haven't you? Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway. Flush with time. Clarky, you missed last week. Did you like um, our origin episode? It was good. Again, as all, as, the last, as all the origins have been, very comprehensive. Did you like that, Nick? Yeah, thanks, mate. No, no, you know what? Thank you as well, Crying, I was about to call you. <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> Crying, crying, Ryan. I oh, made. I was crying after that fucking game. I'll tell you. Oh, you know what? I want. I want your summation because we didn't. We couldn't get it last week. The people couldn't get your summation. I want to hear it right now. I know it happened last week, but I want to hear it. What happened in your eyes, Ryan? It was just. I'm not going to give a game summary of the game, mate. It was just devastation. I'm just, just very triggering to that eight years in a row. But um. Mate, if Latrell plays, it would have been a different. It would have been a different game, I think. Mm. So yeah, you agree? Well, you agree what I said, mate? Hundred percent. Last week, Yudi, we said it in the in our rapid fire tips. We said that the Rabbitohs would win because of Latrell. It happens, and obviously, we'll talk about it today. But um, mate, he's he post. Awesome. He's, anyway, but, but his post media, his post media talk about how. He wants Burton's jersey. It's like you could have had it this year. But anyway, not going to open that can of worms. <laughs> because... I will. Don't worry. Okay, we'll open it later. We'll open it later. Yep. Um, just you got to remember it because I'm going to forget. Yep. Boys and everyone listening today, we have another big episode as usual. Nice, fun two hours. I'm imagining it's going to be two hours because it always is. <laughs> um, no, no, we're an hour and a half today, Clarky, because you've got to go to sleep. Um, <laughs> uh, kicking off proceedings will be our round 18 NRL recap, as well as a sideline story MVP three, two ones for each match 
presented by our beer sponsor, Akasha. The back end of the show is our fan favorite bunker review, like I just mentioned. Uh, it is presented by our second beer sponsor, the Rusty Penny Brewing Company, where we have four topics this week. Victor Radley pledging his allegiance to England. Rugby Australia targeting NRL players. Banning Origin players from backing up for their club. And the Latrell Mitchell rep withdrawal effect. Very jade up to get into that with you boys. But let's get into the NRL. Round 18. Guilty. Full round. Tips. Oh, um, guilty. 10. Yeah. 10 points. Yeah. Unbelievable. Can't believe it. Can't believe it. Clark you know, and I got you six. Know what? If I'd known, mate, if I'd known that Pappenhauser, sorry, if I'd known that uh, Harry Grant and Munster were playing, I would have changed it for sure. <laughs> Well, you just you got arsy there, but that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. You, you got, pick you, you pick the sharks, mate. You you bit um bit, bit disparaging mate, towards that. But there's a re- there was a reason. Yeah, there was. A, I, mate, I'm copping a bit of shit from another bloke about this. Mate, they had no. There was no. There was no. Uh, there was no rep players playing for Townsville. Townsville. I was North Queensland. Oh, that's better. Auckland, Townsville, Redcliffe. <laughs> Mate, we know what their names are. I love it. Oh, I my God. It. That's the third one. Far out. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, Gilly, you just surprised me every week. Like, surely you... Oh, nah, I'm not going to get into it. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Game one, boys. The third place, Cronulla Sharks, defeat the second place, Townsville Cowboys, 26 <laughs> to 12. <laughs> You're an asshole. Oh, you said it. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the shark, <laughs> the sharks make it five in a row in uh, quite controversial circumstances, I might add, against an undermanned Cowboys team who have now broken their four-game win streak. So, guilty biggest take from this game, I know what it's going to be, mate. There were, there's a couple. First of all, <clears throat> uh, the game was pretty close up until a certain point. Um. All the uh, the Cowboys, a lot of the Cowboys players obviously didn't play. Um, Talakai, I think he was the only one out for um, for the Sharks. Mm. Big out for them, but still, um, mate, good game. Uh, obviously, the point that I'm talking about was the Tamalolo try. Oh my god! Um, Unbelievable! Mate, I, I don't. I, I, you, when they go up to the bunker, surely they've got an idea of how the game's played. Like I understand uh, by the letter of the rule, by the letter of the law, sorry, it's it's probably a no try, but it's it's situational. Do you know what I mean? Like he's back. You've got to be able to back up, mate. For those that didn't say it, Tom Alolo's for those for, the, for those who didn't say it. Yeah, can you let me know what happened? Okay, so basically what happened was Tamalolo from about 20 out is running over the top of every single player in the Sharks' defensive line. He's moving towards the line. Reese Robson comes in um, as a backup just in case Tamalolo needs to throw in the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, while he's in the, while he's in the, the uh, I guess, the mess that, the, that, that's become the Cronulla's line, um, one, uh, I can't remember who, who the player was, but they're saying that a certain player couldn't get to Tamalolo because Reese Robson's there looking for the ball. Yeah. So they said there was an obstruction, which is what, which is now, unbelievable, unbelievable. Tamalolo would have gone over anyway. It wouldn't have mattered. It was yeah. 
unbelievable. He was there to support. Tom Lola hasn't used the option of support. He's just following his line. He's pushing the, t- towards the ball. And the Cronulla players basically just, you know, made him get, made Reese Robson a problem. And he's gone, oh, he's in my way now. And they've gone, yeah, he is. And then the next play, this is what makes it worse, is that the next play, the Sharks score, the next set, off the back of that penalty. And what was the score at the time? It was 18 to 12. So it would have been eight in all. Because yeah. yeah. it was right underneath the it was right underneath the sticks. Yeah. Mm. Very controversial. And that's yeah, and that's, that's what good. yeah, that's a big moment in the game. That was the biggest moment in the game for mine. And it's a 12 point <laughs> turnaround. Overall, guilty. Did the Sharks deserve the win in your opinion? Um Mate, it was closer than the score. There you go. Uh, look, probably, but it was closer than the score made out. Mm. Yeah. Cowboys do fans think? don't. Oh, Cowboys fans. Like, mate, reading their forums, they were furious. Absolutely. And I don't blame yeah. them. Fair, um, fairly bad couple of calls, man. But in saying that, who decided to rest their players? So Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. Mate, if you're happy to move on, I'm happy to move on. I've got nothing more to add here. Yeah, three two ones. Uh, Jesse Ramian has scored five tries in two games. Mm. He gets three. He scored another two pretty early. Uh, Nico Hines, he gets two. And uh, Hiku is a massive unsung hero for the Cowboys, man. He, he ran for about 250 metres. And, mate, no, no tries, no line breaks, just heaps of work. Mate. I'm glad there's, there's, there's a real good thing about this podcast where we're getting feedback about certain players that people don't look at. And Peter Hiku is one of them because he is an unsung hero. And when we shed light on the, the unsung heroes that deserve to have light shed on them, i.e. Peter Hiku, um, it's great that we get, you know, they get the accolade they deserve. Plus we get the feedback to say, hey, I didn't really think about that before you guys addressed it. And yeah, there's just been a few DMs about that. A few, yeah, a few people saying, saying stuff like that. Yeah, we do get we get a lot of love when we shed light on Adam Dewey. Oh, how good's Adam well, Dewey? We'll get, we'll get more love this week. <laughs> <laughs> He's back, baby. He's back, He's baby. Back. He's back. Well, as we move it on, the game two, the sixth placed Parramatta Eels defeat the twelfth placed New Zealand Warriors twenty eight to eighteen. Guilty. The Warriors, in my opinion. I think they came to play in Parramatta. Um, But the Eels were just too good for them uh, at the end of the day. A couple of late tries for the Warriors. But what did you think of your club here? Yeah, look, um, they play good in patches, Parramatta. Look, they're they're, they're a better team than the Warriors. But, you know, if they want to go deep into the finals, they've got to play better. And... um, Mate, what do you say? Like, uh, we were winning the whole time. Um, at the end of the game, like you said, there were two couple of consolation tries when a few players went off. Mate, Jacob Arthur came on in about 15 minutes ago and made a massive negative impact, as per usual. Uh, yeah. He's back again this week. So look out, look out, uh, Brisbane. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You're just not on the Jacob Arthur bandwagon, are you? Is anyone? Well, mate, Brad is. Yeah, we're well, Brad likes him. But- yeah, I think Brad might actually love him. We're going to talk about Brad? <laughs> yeah. Um, so bring him something up. that came out in the, the media last night was um, that um, 
Brad Arthur has management has offered his services bef- uh, at the end of this year to another club, to two other clubs. Do they know which clubs? They didn't know. They didn't name them. Well, yeah, well, I was watching 360 um, while I was waiting for you, fuckwits, to, to hurry up. Fuckwits? They said well, one of them was the Bulldogs. Oh, really? I've, I've heard the Titans are definitely one. Mm. But it's all, apparently, apparently it's all been squashed. Yeah, right, right. Yep. right. His management well, told Brad this morning that it's all rubbish and, but. Well, it's a bit strange. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Where there's smoke, there's fire. I know what you're saying, but like, mate, it's a bit strange from the Eels if that's the case, because in 2021, they re-sold, they extended his contract until the end of 2024. So he's still got two years left after this year. So it's a bit of a strange well, move. I think, but- I think, I think it, it is, but I think what they're saying was they're expect. I'm pretty sure they've signed him, but there are also uh, contingencies in his contract that he's got to meet certain uh, criteria, and I, I, I don't think he's going to meet them. They're expecting them to do well, Parramatta, and I don't think he's going to meet them. And on top of that, for some reason, look, um, if um, Mitchell Moses or Dylan Brown are injured, I could sort of understand why they're carrying Jacob Arthur, man. Jacob Arthur can't play any other position but half. He's the slowest player in the game. Uh, no other team would use him. Not not yet. Maybe he'll get better in reserve grade, but no other team will use him. He wouldn't start in any other team. So Parramatta have Nathan Brown, Bryce Cartwright. Uh, there's multiple others. And they're refusing to use them for Jacob Arthur. Now, if they needed a half, they've got that Hayes Perham as well. Mate, so you, you just you just mentioned the name, uh, Nathan Brown. Mate, what's all the the goss that he's going to the storm before August 1 this year? What's all that? Well, man, it could very well happen because, I mean, we're not using him. And I think the reason, look, as shit as this is, I don't, and I don't like this because uh, Pen- I bitch and moan that Penrith did this to Regan Campbell-Gillard. What happens is, and clubs do it, other clubs do it, they'll phase a player out even if they're good enough. And what they do is they just will not select them. So Nathan Brown has got a year left on his contract after this one. Uh, we we matched Manly contract for some reason, right? Uh, Nathan Brown's obviously, um, he's on the decline. Not, 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 not. Not that he's not good enough to play first grade, but on the decline. And Parramatta want that contract money for some reason. Now, there's rumours that they're going to try and do something with Papalihi. I don't see how that can happen, but they want that money. Maybe it's for Mitchell Moses. I don't know, but they want his money and they're trying to phase him out, which I think shit. Mate, if they're trying to get Papalihi to renege, the rule now, there's no calling off period anymore. Once it's signed and announced and signed, still delivered, I'm yours. You know, they're bound to... That's 100% true, and I'm not saying this because I'm a Parramatta fan, but as a Tigers fan, would you want a player that goes, no, I don't want to play for you? Absolutely not. Nope. So you, you've got to keep, you've got to have him on the books, the Papa Lee, he would see on 600. Then you've got Luke Brooks for another year. That's another mm-hmm. 1.2. Do you, do, you, do you want, like I'm just saying, do you want a player that doesn't want to play for you? I hope he goes. I hope he goes. Like you said, he he, he signed the signature. I hope he goes. I hope he's positive. Him and Coruscant will be good. They've got some young guys coming through. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, what I saw on the weekend with Dewey back, he makes a difference. Um, who knows what can happen next year for the Tigers. But anyway, um, that that's that's where we're at with Para. Big rant there. What do you reckon, Clarkie? I think I've heard that Jacob Arthur ran before. 
<laughs> same, same, same. But look, Could, would you? Hey, here's a question for you. Would you would you put him on the Bulldogs bench if you needed a half? No, no, no. Would you put him on the South bench if you needed a half? I don't think anyone carries just the half. Mm. Parramatta do. <laughs> <laughs> Go, son. Right. Anyway. Yeah, I know. I love anyway. you, son. Mate, the memes, the memes, like there's this bloke trying to do a headstand and he can't do it, keeps falling over. He goes, I love you, son. <laughs> Keep trying. <laughs> anyway. Mate, you, um, got, you got much more to say? Three, three, two, ones? Yeah, please. Ah, uh, look, uh, on the on the Warriors, man, they're, they're struggling. I, I, I think, you know, they're playing better than they were when they were getting flogged all those games. But, mm. yeah, look, they're just, they're just a couple of players away, aren't they, really? So They're getting them next year. Yeah. Uh, three, two, ones. Lane three. Again, yeah. he's another unsung hero. He does a lot of work on the left edge. Uh, Sivo had a massive game. And uh, Tohu Harris, man, he, he, he'll he be in the New Zealand squad for sure, man. He's brilliant. Mm. Love Tohu Harris. I'm so glad he's uh, returned successfully from his ACL injury because sometimes they go pear-shaped. But before we move on, I just wanted to say a big congratulations to Roger Tuovasa-Shek for making his... All Blacks debut against Ireland over the weekend. I love him, as you did, boys did, know. Did they win? No, they didn't. But he's a gun. I don't care. They lost. They lost against Ireland. <laughs> do I care? Hey, Nick, do I care? Absolutely not. Nah. Okay, the Wallabies losing nah. to England? Nope. Now, something that, is, something that is funny from the Wallabies England, uh, the Wallabies England game at the SCG was that dude that climbed the roof and started pissing on everyone. How funny was that? <laughs> League fan. You know what? You know what? Exactly. Because the media, if that was NRL, they would have been like, disgusting NRL, yuck, peeing, urinating, Todd Carney, or, you know, saying shit like that. In rugby union, it's a gentleman's game. Go away. No. Nah. Man. <laughs> anyway. 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 Game three, the ninth place Sydney Roosters defeat the 11th place St. George Illawarra Dragons 54 to 26. The Roosters broke their four game losing streak in tremendous fashion by pumping the Dragons, who have become the newest members of the 50 point curse club. I love the 50 point curse club, boys. Um, that means no premiership for the Dragons in 2022. They have joined. The Warriors, who lost 70 points to 10, big reminder, 70 points to 10 in round seven to the Storm. And the Knights, who lost 50 to two in round eight against the Storm as well. But boys, what did we make of this, this game? It was a bit, a bit weird, like, because the thrashing sort of happened towards the end and there was a lot of momentum swings in this game, but a very strange game in the Central Coast, I felt. Well, I think the biggest talking points coming out of it are all the injuries. Yeah, right. three, three, Billy, two big ones and one that's also pretty crucial, but three for the well, Roosters. Billy, Billy Smith had done his ACL for the third time. Mm. What's um, what's Tupanua did? Did he do his ACL as well? Yes, he did. And Takiaho, was he the other injury? Yeah, did he fractured his eye socket? Yeah. Absolutely. And you know what's crazy, Clarky, is Tupanua and Billy Smith copped ACL injuries in the same game. And that's the third year in a row that the Roosters have had 
two ACL injuries in the same game. Isn't that wild? What the fuck? Crazy stat, eh? But I've got a question for you both. Mm. If you're driving along Central Coast Highway mm. and a ball gets kicked in front of your car, mm. you get out, obviously, grab the ball. Do you kick it back or do you throw it back in your car and drive off with it? Oh, I'm taking the ball. 100%. And then, and then the, the bloke... Then the bloke tries to kick it back and makes an absolute fool of himself <laughs> and like kicks and basically grubbers it and it barely makes it over the fence. So mm. just, it got over though. Just. I don't even know how it got over. It must have been some optical <laughs> illusion. It was, it was like my wife kicking the ball or something. I did watch it a lot because I was, I'm with you, Clark. It was like a mirage. <laughs> it was weird. I watched it a couple of times. Just had the ball get over. Mm. But yeah, as if you don't just get the ball and go. Mm, old, mate, old mate's probably listening to the continuous call. Knows it's him. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent, boys. The the um, biggest thing for me, Clarky. Did you see the Joey Manu try? Oh, or the set mate, up, I Sorry, th- I thought that. I thought that was fucked. That so was before. I don't you... want to say a disgrace, but you don't, oh, did, did, not just out of curiosity, before you go there, happy. before you, do you reckon that was? Uh, he did come off. Did he have an injury or not? Well, he cramped apparently. Not from that. Uh, <laughs> mate, for those that didn't say it, uh, how far out was he, boys? Like, what, 20, 30 meters out? About was 30. Out? No, yeah. about 30. And he's got the ball and he's, he's, he's been given the ball and he kind of stops and he starts to like, ooh, and hobble. And, you know, two Dragons players approach him. One kind of goes, oh, is he injured? And the other one's like, oh, he is injured. So the second guy stops. I don't remember who they were. And they both kind of stop. And then Joe Money goes, ooh, a hole. And just, <laughs> he's not injured anymore. Goosey's through, sets up a try, Roosters score. And that was the biggest talking point from that game. Now, Clarky, you're saying it's against the spirit of the game, obviously, with uh, your, your response. Oh, 100%. Guilty? Mate, it's funny because you, you play to the whistle – and you belt him and he's injured and you're a, you're a baddie. Exactly. And, you know, like, so, you know, what he did, I don't, I don't like what he did either. That's like, I'll tell you what that's like. That's like when a player goes down with a ball and some he's down on the ground, he's defenseless and some bloke comes through with a shoulder and they go, well, it's legal, but you don't need to do it. Yeah. If you do yeah, it or yeah. you don't do it, you know? If one, of, if one of those Dragons players nailed him, Jared Rhea Hargraves, I know he didn't play, but he'd come in, he'd drag him off, and then it'd be a big brouhaha because it'd be like, oh, you're a fucking, he was fucking injured. But <laughs> that's what would have happened. It would it's have been, true. That would have, it would have been a massive, like, all-in push and shove. Mm. And so on that base, it's not good. I don't like it. Do you remember last year? I'm going to ask you this question because, Clarky, you don't, um, you don't tune into the Around the Grounds usually, but you might remember. Last year in a Super League game, a player was running. Uh, he was in his red zone, in his own 10, actually. Forget which team it was, but St. Helens scored the try. But I don't remember who dropped the ball. The guy was running, pulled his hamstring, falls to the ground and drops the ball. And then the St. Helens player picks the ball up and scores a try. That's different. Yeah, that is different. I do, re- I, I do remember that. I'm pretty sure at the time... I said that was okay. That was fair game. 
Yeah, because he didn't like drop with the ball. He he was like, oh, throws the ball on the floor. He's like, oh, my hamstring. And then the guy was like, oh, sweet. Picks the ball up and, oh, mad. Free try. Hey, look, uh, in soccer, I've seen a few times where a defender will just kick the ball straight out. Yeah, well, it's a bit of a... Yeah. Because in soccer, it's a, spur, it's a throw in. the moment thing. Yeah, but it's not, it's not as big a... It's not as big a deal losing possession in soccer, like when you kick him out there because it's a throw in. You can still get the ball back. Whereas in league, you kick the ball out. It's like, oh, well, it's their ball. Kicked it out. You know what I mean? And you get a whole set of six, which is crucial. Uh, yeah. to- uh, look, I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And look, to be honest, the Dragons bloke should have just wrapped him up. They didn't have to smash him. So whatever. Yeah, just put a put a hand on him and, you know, oh, shit. You know, they stopped. And oh, it's such a hard one. I I'm really on the fence with it because I would, I think it's dirt that he, that he, you know, if he was injured and then he did that, it's dirt. I'll say that. I think it's filth, but you know, the Dragons players just need to hey, wrap him up. It's not like he ran all the way and scored. Like he, he did run a little bit and then he, then he kicked it on for Momorov, Momorovsky, didn't he? Yeah. Well, they scored off it. <laughs> they, he broke the line. He ran, and he, and he ran without an issue. Mm. Yeah, that that oh, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, a bit, uh, but anyway, the Roosters, fifty-four to twenty-six. I thought the Dragons had them at a point, um, and then hey, Woods they, got they... sinbinned. What was that? That's what wrecked the game. Woods got sinbinned, and that's what wrecked the game. Mm. Mate, uh, just before the first half, um, Walker's run, running across field with ten meters out, puts in a shit grubber. There's no way he was going to get to it. There were other players there from Saints that were going to sort it out and Woods grabbed him. And there was nothing else the ref could do but give him 10. Mm. So he had to do it. Nah, he didn't. He, he could. There were other players there. You've got to be aware of where your other players are. And, and those players would have saved the, do you know what I mean? Would have saved the try and probably got out of the in goal, to be mm. honest. Yeah. Yeah. He's been dropped as a result, Woods. He's now 18th man next week. Mm. Well, mate, Anthony Griffin's head's on the chopping block now, apparently. So that's probably why. What do you do? But, mate, Matt Lodge also debuted for the Roosters. No one really – there was no fanfare for that yeah. one. He just came oh, on. And... He got booed. He got booed when he came on. Did he get booed? <laughs> yeah. It's in Central Matt Coast, so I don't know booed. if it's by Dragons fans or Roosters fans or both. Um, mate, he's just one of those players I think nobody likes. The Central no, Coast fans. Yeah. yeah. And mate, he threw a, a nice intercept uh, pass. That was good. Good into uh, Cody Ramsey. Yeah, <laughs> Cody Ramsey had a game. This week. Who? Lodge. Uh, Matt Lodge. Yeah, there you go. Well, I'm happy to move it on. Guilty to the catch MVP three two ones. <laughs> yeah, Manu Manu three. Uh, Victor Radley two. I think Victor Rad ran for two hundred and fifty meters. Yeah. And like you said, Cody Ramsey had a great game. Um, Angus Crichton played well. So did Connor Watson. And um, Ben Hunt had a, had a good first half. Like he did another 40 20. He scored a good try. Look at the goods, Ben Hunt. What about Connor Watson? Fucking loves a 40 20, that bloke. Yeah, he does. But the Origin. Remember that one, Clarky? Origin. Remember he did mm. that? Um, Connor Watson is a Central Coast boy. And your favorite commentator, Guilty, Andrew Voss. Um, Lauded that, which I liked. I liked that stuff. And that's why Andrew Voss is a good analyst of the yeah. game. What do you reckon? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Clarky, why'd you laugh before when I moved it on? Why'd you laugh? 
It's like, fuck, we're talking about that Lodge Stone next week. Oh, we've, we've, we've had enough. <laughs> Move it on. Fair enough. And we'll move it on again to game four. The eighth place Manly Seagulls defeat the 13th place Newcastle Knights 42 to 12. Uh, Manly wore some shit jerseys. I didn't like them at all. Uh, that blue, oh, Jesus. What was they, the reason for that? Was there a reason? Uh, it was, uh, I think it was men's league jerseys, I think. I don't know. But they, they make the worst around. jerseys. Seriously. Seriously. They make the worst. Remember that army one they made, the camouflage one? Like, regarded yeah. as that one next to the Paddington Bear Warriors picnic blanket one, the yellow and, and the yellow and black one that they made for the Wellington game. Absolute dirt. Oh my gosh. Paddington not Paddington Bear. Bear. No, right? not Paddington. Is it Paddington Bear? There's, there's some bear. Yeah. Yogi, Yogi yeah. B Bear. You know, you know, you know, What'd you say, Gildy? What'd you say? You had one. You used to go to bed, mate, with your little boy, a Paddington Bear. Oh, is that supposed to? Is that supposed to be a joke? <laughs> very good. Let's very well crafted. We're going to talk about cartoons. We're going to talk about cartoons. Let's talk about Bluey some more. Yeah, how good is Bluey? <laughs> That's such a good episode. I've got the highlights for that game too. It's like a sick game that one. Anyway, um, Manly, the Manly game. Let's go back to that. Manly Knights. Um, I thought that the the first half was pretty close, and then Manly just absolutely pumped them in the second half. So guilty. You would have been the one that watched this more thoroughly than Clarkie and I. Yeah, um, uh, there was a there was a one penalty I thought was bullcrap. There was um, oh crap, that's Milford. all very sensible. Milford was uh, Milford was there was a kick put through by Manly, so they're on the attack, and Milford's turned to run towards where the kick is. Uh, Ruben Garrick is running the same line, so they're both shrugging for the ball. And Garrick does a full soccer fallover. Oh, he's the best at I hate when he does it. He does it all the time. And um, it came back and they said that um, they said that uh, Milford ran him off the ball, which is bullcrap. Like they were both like, you, like there's no reason you couldn't give a you couldn't give a penalty to Milford for Garrick running him off the ball. Do you know what I mean? Like they're both trying to get to the ball. They're both on the same angle. They're not deviating from each other's angle. Mm, but look, uh, in saying that. Manly would have won anyway. Uh, it was pretty comprehensive, like you said, in the second half. Um, I thought that uh, that um, Ponga played pretty well. Ponga brought some of his form back from origin. Mate, Clemmer, out of all those three props, Clemmer's still the best prop in that uh, in that team. He ran for another 150 metres in a losing side. So I think he had the most metres of any prop in the game. Mm. Um, but don't pick him for origin. Not much more to say. Don't pick him for origin. What's that? Don't pick him for origin. No, they don't pick him for origin. He's the best player. He's the best prop in that team. Mate, uh, have we talked about Milford signing with Rick, with the Dolphins? I we haven't. So, the Dolphins. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. When Redcliffe play Townsville and Auckland, it's going to be crazy. Crazy guys. <laughs> oh, no. Um, no. Um, so, that's a that's a big one. Clark, you take it away. Got an opinion? Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> he's all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was that in the background? What? He's a um I was just gonna say he's a uh it was a handshake deal with Bennett, wasn't it? And he's just yeah, it's just and, and he squeezed he squeezed two years out of him. I'm assuming going off the form from Newcastle because he hasn't been playing too bad up there. No, I don't think he's been playing bad. Nah, it's the the way they're going, they probably need to throw him a two year contract. Um mm. yeah. 
Yeah. Hey, one of those, yeah. Clarky, one of those, uh, hey, pretty good. Pretty good yeah. signings from the Dolphins, yeah, he's, eh? He's pretty good. Mate, uh, I yeah. thought um, Lachlan Fitzgibbon had a good a good return game. Mm. Yeah, mate, he's got an offload in him, doesn't he? He is good, Lachlan Fitzgibbon. I think he just gets injured too much when they start talking about reps and that. I think he's doing more than a few of the other more heralded uh, Newcastle forwards. Well, it was it was the battle of, it was the battle of the no frills back rowers, and I think they they both played him and Andrew Davy on the other side. Andrew Davy's playing good, going to Para next year. Do I say that? Does that come up? Isn't I thought he was from Para. Yeah, was he from uh, Para? So he, he's actually from Townsville. Townsville. Oh, he is oh, from really? Townsville. He he's from North Queensland. The Townsville Blackhawks. Yeah. Um, so he's from North Queensland. He was signed by Para two years. Um, I think he, he made first grade in the end of his – or midway through the second year. He impressed enough that Manly signed him. Uh, last year he got injured in the preseason. So I think he That's just right. came back towards the end of the year. He got a, had an injury. And this year he's pushing Schuster to the bench. So he's playing pretty well. Didn't he, didn't he in, debut at like 27? Yeah, so he's an older player. Yeah, that's that's the that's the uh, if there's a knock on him, that's it. Mm. What'd you say, Clarky? Sorry, I cut you off. No, so Para got him back, yeah. Yeah, Paramount have just re-signed him. Yeah, okay. And there's nothing wrong with being old, Gilby. Yeah, nah, true. That's right. That's exactly right. Um, but yeah, Gilby, we'll move it on to the Akasha MVP three two one. Three two ones. Uh, DCE was fantastic. I think he had three try assists. Uh, Garrick ran for over 200 and something metres, so he played well. And uh, every time Cooler got the ball, he was dangerous. I, c- I can't see – when Parker comes back, Morgan's going. Morgan Harper won't oh, keep his spot. 100%. Mate, how good was Cooler's um, inside-outside? He, like, belted Anari Tuala. Yeah, he's, got, that, he's got some footwork. Oh, belted him. Um, that, that that can I just say that 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 Anari Tuala, I mean, yeah, he got he got caught out there, but that pass he did for the Ponga try, that was brilliant yeah. too. Yeah, it was. He recovered, I guess. Yeah. But boys, game five, the fifth place Brisbane Broncos defeat the fifteenth placed Gold Coast Titans, sixteen points to twelve. Boys, um, I actually like this game a lot. Um, I I said last week that, um. The Seagulls-Knights was going to be a close one. I was burnt, wrong. And then I thought the Broncos were going to pump the Titans and burnt, wrong again. But this game was awfully close. Uh, the Titans had a lot of fight in them, but they lost. And now they're on a seven-game losing streak, unfortunately for them. Somehow not last. Thanks, Tigers. But um, I'm going to start off with a bit of, uh, oh, not controversial opinion, but I felt that the Titans were robbed. That's what I felt. I felt that they, Philip Sammy scored that try that was denied. I felt they, they oh. scored that try. And no, I disagree. You no. disagree? I think he dropped it. I didn't think he grounded it. Okay. Clarky, I don't know if you saw it or not, um, but there was like. Oh, so I saw it. I watch every game. Ah, yes, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, look, it, I thought that was. The, Man, one angle shows like a little bit of separation. The other one shows him just grounding it. I, I don't know. I, and then like just the calls, some some calls around the last five, 10 minutes for the Titans, but they weren't getting the rub of the green. I just felt they got robbed. That's all. That's how I feel. But here's what it is. Unfortunately, Titans fans, that's just how it is. But 
there. Biggest take, Guilty, from that game? Um, mate, very close up until halfway. I thought uh, Tino started on the bench and Aaron Clark was having a blinder in the first half yeah. at lock. Yeah. Um, actually, there was one funny thing that happened was when um, there was a little uh, brouhaha. I think um, I can't remember who, who the player was, but someone did a head high on uh, Fafita, the, as in the winger Fafita for the Titans. And um, Aaron yeah, the, Booth, the kid that, the kid that debuted. Yeah, the kid that debuted. Aaron Booth came in pushing and shoving. And um, they got, it was Jordan Ricky. And they, whoever it was, I think um, they got rid of Jordan Ricky. So he's out of it. And Palisaya came over and actually put his arm around Aaron Booth and was walking back towards the Brisbane line, dragged sort of. And Aaron Booth didn't realize it was a Brisbane player. Oh, and he really? just walked with him. And then all of a sudden he's realized, he goes, ah, get off me. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually pretty funny. Uh, David Clark- Fafita seems to have pulled his finger out in this game. After a- so they put Bo Firma on the, on, the, on the right side, which is normally where they use Fafita attacking on the right. And Fafita moved to the left, but it's like you said, Clarky. I agree. He uh, he had to do a bit more work, as in he did a few more shit hit ups, which is not what he normally does, and he should be doing. I just hope that he can blend those shit hit ups with some brilliance, mate. Clarky, some um, some old hurt to bring up here, um, which is good. It's a bit of sweet news for you, actually, uh, Adam Reynolds. Uh, became the eighth player in Australian rugby league history to reach the 2000 point mark. And he's done it with the Broncos, unfortunately, <laughs> not the Rabbitohs. <laughs> so bittersweet because we love Adam Reynolds, but yeah, we don't love the club. Hey, Adam Reynolds, every touch he had, he didn't, he didn't do amazing amount of work in this game, but every touch he had, something happened from it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there was something quality about everything he did. Isn't He's that great? Well. Isn't that great to hear, Clarky? Clarky can't be angry. His half back's going all right. What'd you, what'd you say, Clarky? Played well on the weekend. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, yeah. played well. Yeah, he did. He actually did. I, I, I'm, and I'm happy for Ilias because I like him. But isn't it great that Adam Reynolds is going well for the Broncos, Clarky? <laughs> That is what it is. You got to move on, Dan. Yeah, cash MVP three two ones, guilty. I got uh, Tessie Nui. Very good. Well done. <laughs> I spelled it wrong. Anyway, yeah. and AJ Brimson. So Tessie got uh, three. AJ got two. They both ran for some amazing amount of meters. Both of them not really doing too many line breaks. Just a shitload of work. Um, and then. Um, Hoskins, who's been relegated this this week, yet he got another one point because he just keeps turning up. Um, he's not good enough to be in that Brisbane starting pack, but some team should look at picking him up. Hundred percent, maybe Para, eh? Maybe, maybe we don't need him. Someone. Oh, here we go, here we go. He just got rid of Isaiah Papali'i. Do you need Papali'i? <laughs> the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, Redcliffe. Anyway. She got a Redcliffe. Anyway. Game six, the first place Penrith Panthers defeat the 16th place West Tigers, 18 points to 16. Undefeated across the rep period and are now eight points ahead in the, on the NRL ladder. Uh, the Panthers win their eighth game in a row 
in what I would describe as a horrible matchup without their seven New South Wales Blues players. The Tigers have now lost six games in a row. Clarky, question right off the bat. Out of 10, how shit was this game? I'm lining it up. 10 is 10 being the is 10 being the shit as possible? 10 is the shit as possible. Yeah, it was a 9.7. Right out of the park. The, uh, you see what the complete, you see what the completions were? No, no. I don't. Like they were 50, 55. I can't remember who got 55 and someone had 60. Oi, it was such... I cannot believe, like, I watched that whole game. It was mm. so shit. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. It, it was, was so bad. shit. I, I got like nothing, real. nothing to say about it. This is how shit it was. Nothing. All right. Um, I'll say a few things. Oh, you don't have to. Um, mate, it was James Fisher Harris's 150 game. Yeah. Uh, they made a big song and dance about how well he played. I thought he was just okay. He was no better than uh, Joe Off and Gowie. They both think both ran for about 150 meters. Mm. Um, Mitchell Kenny's going to be taking over as the hooker for Penrith next year, it looks like. Mate, he is – him and Hudson Young from Canberra have got to be the biggest grubs in the game right now. And Sun Grubs too. Mate, they are grubs. Everything they do, like they're always uh, twisting in tackles, pushing heads, elbowing mm-hmm. in the chest as they get out. You know, just little things that are very noticeable. I wonder how um, – yeah, I wonder how well their coaches think. I mean, you know, they tread a fine line. I don't know if it's for the – I don't know if they're good enough that it's for the benefit of their team either, to be honest. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. What do we think of the – Um, I wouldn't even say – I guess it's an experiment because they're going again this week, but Hastings at 13. Did he play any different? Mate, he uh, made a lot of yards. Yeah. He ran a lot more. Uh, he stood out. Him he and Dewey stood out. Or something. Yeah. Him and Dewey stood Mate, out for lost. the Tigers. They lost in a close game, but him and Dewey were the best two players on the field. I'm not saying um, I, I, I think he's a good player every game. I, I just think he Mate, played. He just. What, what did I saw Brooks do something? And at one point, I just went, "Oh, that's it. Get you got to get rid of him." Did he kick the ball out in the full, or I don't know? Uh, he did something stupid. He did something, and I just went, "Oh, look, I don't know if it's his confidence or what, but you know what." You got to, I don't know what they're going to do with him next year. Uh, maybe they can offload him to the Knights. I don't know. But maybe even if they pay 300000 of his salary and they and the Tigers got to pay nine hundred, at least that's 300000 you have to pay. You've got to get rid of him. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's, I, don't it's done, anyone, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think anyone disagrees. No, I don't even mate. think Brooks disagrees. He doesn't give a fuck. He gets paid, he gets paid regardless. Uh, mate, he's, uh, his confidence is shattered. Yeah. It's not good, is it? Not good at all. And and look, look, who's got telling him to stay? Who, who just come up with a come up with an imaginary figure like the who's 50, the him? fifty people that run the Tigers? I've had this rant two weeks ago. It's the fifty people. I don't that even run the think Tigers. they're telling him. Do, do you nah, think nah, they, they want they, him, mate? He wanted to go the at the start of was it this year? He wanted to go to Newcastle. Newcastle wanted him. Yeah, but that's a little, that they, was a little bit different because like because Adam Dewey was injured. What you wouldn't let him go if Adam Dewey was injured. But like for next year, I mean, like yeah, he's on one point one million dollars. I just don't think anyone wants him now, Clarky. I think so much money. Bolted. I don't know who would pick him up. 
But like you said, just fucking let him go and pay nine hundred. Is, is, uh, that's the question, though. That's the question. Would you, pretend would you pay three hundred thousand for for him currently? I don't know if you would. Newcastle would. He's better than Adam Clune. Oh no, he's not. <laughs> he's better than Adam Clune. No, he isn't. He, he is. He's better. He's better than Clune. Hey, Clune's a turnstile. <laughs> <laughs> well, Luke Brooks is a hectic defender. And he looks 45. Brooks isn't much better, but Clune is, mate. Clune, Clune, Clune. Yeah, fair enough. Mate, Guilty, uh, last week we spoke about this, so I'm going to ask Clarky's opinion. It was more of a, you know, I, I just didn't think that the this was going to develop so quickly, but it did. Um, so last week on episode 60, Clarky, the one you missed, during the bunker review, we spoke about the possibility of Tim Sheen's coaching the Tigers. Now... It's been confirmed that he will be coaching yep. 23 and 24 and will have the assistance of Benji Marshall and Robbie Farrar overtake him for 2025. So I want your thoughts on this, Clarkie. I like it. You do? I think, yeah, I do like it. I mate, <clears throat> I think, <coughs> what, are, what are they going to do? The, the, sign a rookie coach, they've done that, it's failed. Sign an experienced coach, they've done that, it's failed. But like they can't just they need they need to do something that is going to change something in the club, and I think if you're a and we spoke we spoke about it last year when Benji retired. I think he's he was one he's one of the most influential players who have ever played the game in the terms of people wanting to replicate what he has done in terms of the highlight reel. Yeah. Oh, he created that step. Exactly. Yeah. I think if I if if you're a young, either whether you're a local junior or just a, a young player in general, look at the Tigers now and you're like, realistically, Tim Sheens is going to see out the two years. Okay, like he, he'd have to get two wooden spoons for them to to sack him. Re- realistically, so you know who your coach is for the next two years. Then Ben, they'll give Benji at least one or two years. So you know who your coach is going to be realistically for the next four years. And one of those is a premiership, a multiple premiership winning coach. And the other one's Benji Marshall. Hmm. I just think, I just think it'd be exciting for a young player and at least some kind of draw to get, to get players to the Tigers because it's what they need. Mate, I watch, um, I watch, obviously watch 360. And I sometimes watch Benji's show, but, on 360, when he comes on, on a, as an analyst, as an analyst, mate, I didn't think he was as intelligent as he is. He, I, 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 I like listening to his what he thinks. Yeah, he knows what he's and talking he, about. Normally, he's got a he's normally got a pretty good view on whatever the topic is of the day. The other thing that Benji brings is, mate, he's popular. So he, the problem that the Tigers have is. Like regardless if they like it or not, they find it hard to bring players like, like i.e. Latrell Mitchell. They offered him seven hundred thousand, and he went. Well, they offered him more than that, sorry, and he went to South for a lot less. So look, with Benji there, who knows what might have happened? Maybe Latrell might have gone to the Tigers. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I think it's a good thing too. I I do think though, my personal opinion is that start now. Don't wait till the end of the year. Get him in there now. Why not get him in there now? Mm. Mate, more of, a con- more of a contract issue with Fox. 
Yeah, it could be. He might, yeah, he, might, he, he, might, he might want to stay out the year at Fox. You can tell he's already, he's already there. Yeah, I know he's there, but like... Uh, he'd be well, there, as, he'd last there week. as much as he could without... Like, he's probably just been respectful to his current employer. Yeah, mm. maybe. Do you find it a little disrespectful, maybe, to uh, Robbie Farah and Noddy, who are doing it the traditional way? Well, Farah, Farah's still going to be an assistant. No, That's... I know that, but, um, mate, Farah's been there for two years now. Farah, Farah's you... been there, and he will be an assistant. So what's he going to be? Is he going to be... Benji's assistant from now on as well. Yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? like, maybe, mate. What do you do? Like you boys just said it. They got to do something. Well, Clarky just said it. You got to do something. Obviously, there's a there's a double edged sword with this. This is a big risk. Gigantic. I'd just but- say, I'd, I'd say, if I was Farah, I'd I'd go. I'd go somewhere else. It's Benji's team. Massive risk. I think it's gigantic, man. Like he's not a coach. So you don't, we don't like know it, if he's a coach. You don't like it at all? Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not saying I don't like it at all. But like you know. Are they, are they, what they've got to have some sort of direction here? Like, you like the, the club publicly came out and said, We want Serrado, and he went, Nah, and, and like, We want yeah. you for five years, and they went, Nah, and like, don't tell the public what that. Club, what do you mean the club needs direction? This is exactly what that is. Yeah, well, I'm getting to that, <laughs> I'm building I'm to my crescendo. So, <laughs> they, they, they come out and they're like, We need a development coach. So, that could be Benji, right? But we don't know if he's a coach yet or not. He might be. But they're like, we need a development coach. Serrato's that guy. Offer him five years. He says no. And Tim Shane's is like, oh, well, I'll just do it then for two years. And it's like, okay. He's not I a think, development coach. Are we Tim living Shane's in the 05, thing, yes. the 05, like the 05 life? Like we've got to move on from that as well, don't we? Maybe. Mate, look, this, this, this is the only other thing I can say is I think Tim Sheens came out and said he would on the proviso that Benji said yes and Benji seems keen. Mate, the other thing is, is there one player in our game that's seen the highs and the lows that Benji Marshall's seen? Mate, he got written off a couple of times throughout his career yeah, and reinvented himself and came back. Yeah. Reinvented, what's that again? Well, he went in 2014, so he nearly did throw it in, but yep. came back. Yep. Mate. Got written off at the Broncos. I don't know whether that was injury or not. Um, came to South. We, we also saw what his role was at South. Mate, if that's not a sort of semi-coaching role, I don't know what is on the field. Do went to I mean? Dragon. If went to Dragons player, too. Yep. Look, if there's and he didn't he didn't fire there either. Really, did he? He was just oh, another he player. Come, he comes. He comes second in the Daly M's of the Dragons. Oh, mate, what did the Dragons come that year? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Anyway, what I'm saying is that he's seen the highs and the lows. I think he's a he's a good player. Um, I'm sure he's been coaching it. He's been coaching at South pretty much um, when he was playing there. Um, I think if there's one player that can do it, it's him. Fair enough. Well, we're still on the Panthers Tigers games, guilty. So let's move it on to the next one with the Akasha MVP three two one. Mate, I'm gonna have to find him. Hold on. Uh, three, two, ones. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Here we go again. Here we go again. This is a special one for. Is it? Is it your? Is it your uh, father-in-law that hates this, Clarky? <laughs> yeah, do we? Do we get three? Because yes. he was the best player on the field. Yeah, Adam. Woo! Um, look, uh, he was Brims. Uh, sorry, Hastings was very close. He gets two, and uh, Dylan Edwards. Man, he's playing. He he's the best non-representative fullback in the game. There you go. 
Yes, he is. And he was the only not re- non-representative during the rep round this year. He was the only one not to play rep round in the top 13 players for the Panthers. Interesting fact, eh? Boys, game seven, the 10th placed Canberra Raiders defeat the fourth placed Melbourne Storm, 20 points to 16. Try saving tackle from Xavier Savage at the death saw the Raiders win at Amy Park to dish the Storm their third loss in a row, the first time they've done that since 2015. So, boys, a famous victory for the Green Machine here. They love beating Melbourne in Melbourne. They've won the last four games in a row in Victoria. Biggest thing here, boys, biggest uh, talking point before we talk about the game, Ryan Pappenhausen fractured his patella trying to tackle a barnstorming, line-breaking Jack Whiten, who should have been playing Origin. And (laughs) you knew I was going to say that, eh? And um, he's now confirmed out for the season, Ryan Pappenhausen, unfortunately, after starting so... Mate, he started the season on fire. He was scoring more points than three clubs on his own. And, yeah, just one one extreme to the other. Now he's out for the year, unfortunately. So that's pretty shit news. Yeah, poor Melbourne. Yeah. You, you just look at – think of Ryan. Think of Ryan Pappenhausen, Ryan. Same name, <laughs> yeah, same haircut. Mate, I, I, feel, I feel sorry for him because I think he is a good player. I think, you know – He's come around at a time when there's a lot of great fullbacks. And at the start of the year, he was the leading Dally M point winner mm-hmm. in a team full of stars. So it's hard for him to get points. It's harder yeah. for him to get points. Yeah. I just think he's uh, – the facts are that he's he's a smaller body. And it's shit, but it's just the way it is. Big bodies yeah. get injured too, but he gets injured a lot. Do any of you reckon he would have actually been in 17? No. Uninjured? No. Uh, do you know what? I don't, but it would have been like last year when I called for Burton to be with one of the centres and Teddy to be out. I, I don't think Teddy's the best fullback anymore. I know people will sort of say, ah, he's, just, he's the New South Wales captain. He runs for 230 metres. I'd say I'd combat that by saying, well, he runs sideways. Pappenhausen's far more dangerous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. You, you don't reckon he, he wouldn't have been in the 17? No, I don't I, think so. Only because, only because they pick a player. I don't think it's because he's not a better player. Yeah. Because I think I think if you would I think you've you'd probably put a poll up, I reckon ninety percent of people would say yes, he would have been. You can't have him you can't have him in that team if you're carrying two hookers. Mate, the other thing is this is that um mate, he would have been in the squad. Oh, the squad, yeah. So it was Victor Radley. And I hate, did you hear that thing? Just you've brought him up now. Did you hear that the reason Victor got in the squad? Did you hear about this? No. Yeah. Why? So when, why? when they went to Perth, he put his hand up and said something along the lines of, hey, Freddie, don't forget about me. I want to play Origin, blah, blah, apparently, blah. Apparently right? called him. Like called, called him. Called him. So that was enough. Didn't matter what RCG did in the first game. Victor called him, so that's enough for Vic to get a shot on the uh, in the squad in Perth. Mm. And then, um, as soon as Origin's over, all right, guys, thanks heaps for letting me in the squad. I'm playing for England. We'll talk about that soon. Don't you start? Don't uh, start with England. That's in our bunker review, uh, Dewey. Just can you edit that, Dan? Just put that at the end. No, nah, I'm not editing <laughs> shit. Joe Rogan, baby. I'm Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> um. This wasn't actually. This was actually a good game of footy. Let's talk about the game. Yeah, well, it was the best game. 
The biggest, the biggest it thing. Was. Oh, I thought, I thought the best game was the Dogs Rabbits game, but this was close. But both of those games were the best two games. This yeah. was way more intense, I reckon. Mate, the I'm going to skip it right to the end. Xavier Savage's tackle on a Jerome Hughes diver, like whatever he did after that, mate, fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Mate, you can't, you can't tell me that Xavier Savage forced the ball out. Well, if he doesn't tackle him, what is he? Is he is he scoring the try? If he doesn't tackle him, yes, he is. Hey, I think there was a second tackler there. It was Xavier Savage that did it. On one, no, it wasn't. Oh, Mate, okay, Xavier well, Savage then... played very well, but it wasn't him who won the game for him. I didn't say that. No, he, he did. Well, he did at the end. Yeah, he, like he wasn't the he wasn't the eighty minute player, but he still made a big tackle. To see you, <laughs> he, look, I think Xavier Savage is pretty good, but yeah, I, I think that there was another tackler in that tackle. Look, and on top of that, what about Jerome Hughes? I've written this down as one of my little talking points, oh. mate. Oh, we've already talked about uh, Garrick. How how many times? Does Hughes go down in a game looking for the penalty? Have you Oi, noticed that? They, you know what? Andrew John said what you say, Guilty. And he's like, well, if he's going to do that, then why hasn't he been sent off for a HIA if he's so injured? They clear him on the field. It's like, oh, wait a minute. I thought there was an independent bunker doctor who obviously knows that he's not concussed because he's full of shit. But it's like, but he's laid down. He was motionless for five seconds, was he not? He, he he did it three times. He's a dog. He got, I counted three times in that game He's when he goes down looking for the penalty. Mate, the best moment in that game was uh, James Schiller's little grubber slash shit kick on the on the sideline. There gets back in the field and scores. Tell me that wasn't a hectic try. Tell me it wasn't. That was a great try, mate. He, he actually yeah. had a pretty good game all round. He, he did have a he, he did have a really good game. He, he looks like such an unassuming non-athletic bloke and then yeah he just does some really good footy things and that's just one of the highlights at the start of the year when they had a few injuries the Raiders he started in the centers and he looks like a center I think he's playing on the wing now because it just had so many wing injuries yeah but but yeah look I think I think he's a pretty good player obviously a player of the future for uh Canberra so um I thought I thought not in not 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 including the um, the shoulder of the head, but I thought Nelson had a pretty good game for the Storm. Like, he's picked it up a little bit. I thought Kenny Bromwich played pretty well um, for the for the Raiders. I, I'd, I'd listed Schiller. Um, Timiko is playing well at centre. He's a young centre. I thought Rapana still played pretty well. Um, I don't know what the go is with Corey Hironara. Like, sometimes he plays four games and sometimes he gets 20 minutes off the bench. I don't really understand how they use him at Canberra. You know what I they should he do? Played pretty well. But say it again. You know what they should do? What? Uh, well, what Corey Harrower and I should do? He should get his misses to tell Ricky Stewart how to use him on the field. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that I reckon that would help. Well, that helped Joseph Tarbonet because he's now the best forward in the game, in our opinion. Yeah. It helped. It helped Sutton as well, didn't it? Yeah, didn't Sutton? Yeah. Sutton Rissa did the same yeah, thing. There's another he one. Going again next year? He's going, he going again next year. Oh, Ryan Sutton. Right. Yeah, he's going dogs. 
Mate, uh, I thought also Elliot, Elliot played pretty good. This is obviously last year in uh, Canberra. And uh, Gula, Elliot, Elliot played, he's playing way better at Canberra than he did at the Dogs, can yeah. I just say. Yeah. And, um, and, and Gula, Gula played pretty well. I don't think he's played for a while. He hasn't been selected. I think he showed why he, why he should be a first grade. He comes on and he's just a massive body. Yeah, all right, him, right? He was, right? An, he was enormous off the bench. He's a mad player. You know where he's from, boys? Turkey. Let's go. Turkey Rugby League. That's it, baby. Are they, in the, are they in the World Cup this year? They're not. But anyway, we'll uh, move on from that World Cup argument, won't we? You're going to be like, oh, World Cup, stupid. Well, guess what? It's the pinnacle of the game. You're both dumb. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, obviously, obviously, we get to the three, two, ones. We'll talk about it. I thought the first 20 minutes by month start, I thought, oh, here we go. This is going to be a shellacking. How, how many line breaks did he make? Mate, he's just... <laughs> He's a freak. Mm. Oh, I, I had an argument with a bloke today, actually, uh, just a regular argument with one of my mates. Um, mate, him and Latrell are the best two players in the game right now. Am I wrong? Who, who's this? Munster? No, what about Tarpane? Munster. Mate, I think uh, Tarpane is probably the best forward. Mm. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm not arguing with you, Gildy. Melbourne could have been up by about 12 points if... Uh, um, Pappenhausen didn't panic there. He put him in the clear with no one in front of him. And like Xavier, Xavier Savage is a whippet, but he could have taken him on. Do you know what I mean? That would have been good. Mm. Savage versus Pappenhausen in a foot race. Yeah. Do you think it's wild that the storm have, um, you know, lost three in a row? Do you think it's alarm bells for him? Or do you reckon they'll get over their origin hangover and, you know, recover and have a good crack at the premiership? I think they're going to find it hard to win next week, to be honest. This week. Who have they, who have they got this week again? They've got... Um, South. South, South. South. Mate, they've got South with Latrell in form. Mm, we will get to him soon, won't we? The only issue with that is we can't beat Melbourne, so... Mm. It's been <laughs> Where are we is it at Melbourne? Nah, it's in nah, Sydney. It's in Sydney. Mate, if it was in Melbourne, we get beat by 50 still somehow. Because what is it, uh, Clarky? 17 games in a row? Rabbitohs haven't beaten them? Something. something is that right? Yeah, yeah, legit. Yeah, yeah. legit stat. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Well, you know, I'm, I'm... Say... What's that? You know, I think, well, so, well, the longer the stat goes, the closer they are to winning. The South South. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll move it on. Guilty to the cash MVP 321s for Raider Storm. So. I've already given Munster a massive route. He got three in a losing side. He was the best player on the field. Mate, I'm starting to try and find ways to not give Tarpano points, but it's impossible. He just he, he was turning up and doing try savers mm. at the at the end of the second half. Like he shouldn't be in the positions he's in. And that's in the middle of the field and and wide. Um, massive engine on him. And uh, Jack White just showed why he should have been playing Origin. <laughs> Mate, he, he made an error or two. But Jesus Christ, man! How is he not in the Origin team? Yeah. He loves and, um, he, he loves the rocks and diamonds uh, play, doesn't he, Jack Whiten? Yeah. Uh, um, Ricky Shield just re-signed for two years as well. Did he? Mm-hmm. Mate, Interesting. I'm a massive fan of Ricky Stewart. I love the, I love. I think he's a great coach. Yeah. And he was he left power, so that's saying something. Yeah, I um I'm with you. I love Ricky Stewart, and he yeah he was also at the Dogs, wasn't he? So, yep, we love you, Ricky. But the final game, and in my opinion, the game of the round, the seventh placed South Sydney Rabbitohs defeat the 14th place Canterbury Bulldogs, 36 points to 28. 
Clappy, ah, uh, Clappy, fucking fucking Maybe you got me, you got me crying and now Clappy, crying Clappy. Hey, that's your new nickname, mate, Clappy. Crying Clappy, crying Clappy, fire out. I'm tired. All right, Clappy. had a big day. I got up at four. In You're the tired. Oh, here we go. Would you get up at four in the morning? Exactly. <laughs> far off it. Shut up. Hurry up. <laughs> Anyway, the Jersey bet, like we said earlier in the episode, uh, for two years since the podcast has been alive, you haven't lost them against myself nor Guilty. So good on you, Ryan. You might lose it when it matters in a finals game, I hope. But um, Latrell Mitchell. <laughs> Latrell Mitchell had a game to remember and was, in my opinion, the biggest reason why you guys won, particularly in the last 10 minutes of the match. Um, but it was a great fucking game. Very expansive footy, very end-to-end, great tries, high scoring. Um, yeah. Let's leave Latrell Mitchell out of the uh, Blues team, but it's his decision. Good yeah. idea. Hey, well, that's, that's what I was going to say. I know we talked about a little bit earlier, but if, if there's confidence in Latrell by Brandy and Brad and Danny Badiris, and they say something like, he's getting picked. We don't care. He's getting picked. Mm. Do you think he plays, Clarky? I reckon so. Do you reckon but, he just took it out of their hands in case because there was a lot of talk? Yeah, I believe so. And he might not have been com- as confident coming back from the injury because, like, really, it was that one game. Yeah. Mm. It was good. It was look, obviously we're making these comments in hindsight. It would have been tough. It, I don't know. It would have been risky you know to because he hasn't played a lot of footy. You're right, hundred percent. But you know what? There are certain players that are just they're just better. I don't need to and you've got to pick them. Like, yeah, like I don't think he needs when, to come back and go. Like, I I get that you you can lose confidence from injuries and stuff like that, but it's not like he needs to come back and go, oh, you need a couple of games before you get better. It's like, you'll be fine. <laughs> He's not playing fullback either. He's yeah. playing in the centres. Mm. And, and, and he'll... look, it's difficult to defend in the centres, yes. And they probably would have sent a lot of traffic his way. But after he butchered two of them, they would have stopped going that way, I'm telling you. Well, he, that, that, um, that try where he's... I don't think it, was, it wasn't the last try of the game, was it? But it was kind of... Oh, South, South are most likely going to win this one where he's palm. Josh had a car. The one like from Nick Arima. The one from Nick Arima? Yeah. Like they'll, Mate, they'll, um, that's a highlight reel forever. Yeah. Forever. 100%. For his career. When he, when he announces his retirement, they will be playing. That'll be probably not number one, but it'll be one of them. That was Mate, insane. That, that, that's, that's up there with the, mates. my opinion is Jared Hainstride against Saints. Mate, really? That's mate, a big many, call. Yeah. Oh, mate. He mate, he came off, he came at pace, and then he ran over the top. How many plays did he run over the top of? He beat he four, or five, four or five, he beat. But the difference between him and Hayne is Hayne's going sideways and sort of skipping along the sideways and looking for an angle in. Well, the, the, <laughs> the stakes, the stakes <laughs> are different. The running straight. The stakes are different, but that's why I was, like, surprised because they beat the Dragons who were first. In a finals game, I'm just saying. I'm just saying the the style of try it was a, it was a fantastic try. Yeah, fair enough, mate. I mean, Burton Burton has a fair shot at his legs. He just he just strides out of it. Yeah, and then I don't know who was coming on the inside, but that that fend on Paul. 
and Josh Adokar. Adokar. Yeah, far out. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, look, he does stand out. Latrell Mitchell's obviously our man in the match for that one. But mate, I love that brand of footy that the dogs have finally like there was a stat I read today, which was wild. Um, we've we've stopped using like block plays and sweet plays, and um it's 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 too um convoluted the it's too detailed this stat because there's so many stats that they spoke about but our our points in a nutshell have gone up we're averaging uh, what was it at least 24 points a game now with barrett we could hey. barely score we could barely score 12 you know what i mean potter, potter, potter seems like a pretty good coach to me from what but i've it's... seen from what the dogs have done the last six weeks mm. yeah it seems crazy considering he like Trent Barrett was the attacking coach at Penrith. Yeah. Like, it's just... And that was his major flaw. It I doesn't think make Mick, any sense. Mick Potter just come in and went, let us let's let me see for a week or two, like, how this has gone. Because you come in and you're like, oh, okay, let's let's work with the structures that are simple. And then he went, no, 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 no. This is what I think he's done. I think he's just stripped it back and he went, play this style of football because these sweet plays don't work for these players. And boys, I told you when I ran into Willie Mason at a football clinic and I spoke to him about his comparisons from the dogs of war, Steve folks, Oh two to Oh four Bulldogs to the Bulldogs of now. He's saying that Steve folks focused on the strengths of his players and he had no structure. And he, and like I said, if he's focusing on the strengths, like when you've got Brent Sherwin as your half and you've got these like barnstorming psycho forwards around him, he's like, just use that. Run, like, you know, run simple plays, but always be around the ball, always be around Sherwin and you'll score tries. I think Mick Potter's taken a little bit of a leaflet from that and gone, well, I've got this winger, I've got this bloke that can kick the ball like 70 metres high, which is like a record apparently. Um and other players that have strengths like TPJ's offload and et cetera. And he's gone, just play to his strengths. The downfall for the Bulldogs right. against the Rabbitohs was they couldn't defend what they, how they could attack because the attacks just turned on its head, but we just couldn't defend the Rabbitohs. And Latrell Mitch was a big yeah. reason as to why they did that. Also, Totola, Junior Totola was, was massive, but he, yeah. He was enormous. Mate, that Declan Casey, good bounce back. Like, yeah. Massive. He had the shocker of all debuts. Yeah. And then, mate, I, I I think, Gildy, you're going to give Jacob Kraz one point. But I thought Declan Casey deserved one point. I thought he was huge. Mm. Mate, I thought they were both good. But Declan Casey's played so well that Shoop hasn't got his spot back. Shoop's eight in command this week. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Probably Declan Casey retaining the spot. <laughs> He was horrible last week. Yeah. <laughs> he, no, played, the, yeah he played yeah. excellent. He's yeah. one of the only blokes who could tackle the trail one-on-one, actually, Declan Casey. Mm. And there was one where they, he pushed him out. I'm going to bring a few things up now. I want to hear mm. what your thoughts are. Both both guys, fans of other sides. Okay. Zero controversy. Zero controversy. Here we go. All right. The Marshall King Challenge. Was it a knock-on by no. Marshall King? Or no. was it? No. What do you think? Well, no, hold on. No, not you. What did you think, Clarky? Awesome, boss. Go away. Right, knock on. Hey, mate. I thought I thought Havili was great when he was running the ball and horrible at hooker. So, what did you think, Guilty? Mate, it was. A, it should have been. It, it, when they went for the um, 
the captain's challenge, it should have gone the Bulldogs' way. He's come out. He's come out of. He's come out, and you can't just stand there with the ball before you pass it. Marshall King's grabbed his arm to knock on by South. Fantastic, because that is exactly right. That's all he did, Clarky. That's a tactic. And for some reason, the refs go, "Oh, it's knock on." No, it's a it's a bloody fantastic tactic, tactical tackle. Anyway, I'll calm down. Okay, here's the second one. Here's the second one. Joy, Joy Arrow's head clash. Now it was a head clash, but South got a penalty. <laughs> Explain that. Yeah, that made no sense. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, that okay. made no sense. Just give him a penalty. And the last one, the last one. Um, Walker goes high on Corey Waddell, <laughs> and then rakes the ball out, and uh, AJ scores next play, <laughs> but. Mate, that was a they called it a knock on. Shot. They called it a knock on, <laughs> and we had no challenge because of the Marshall King one, which was a successful no challenge. challenge. Come on, Clarky. Little things like that. Mate, it's the NRL, mate. South, South, NRL. South, South were the better team. South deserved to win, but that that that, that if, if the Bulldogs they weren't the outright something like that. They weren't just the outright better team. That was that was a close game. And they were the better team. Latrell Mitchell was the better player, and he was he stood out. But I realistically, mean, it's a I close think, game. I think, I think it was a close game, but South were the better team. Cody Walker plays better when Latrell's on fire. Co- well, here's a question for you, Clarky. What's the go with Cody? Like we speak about it all the time. I've no idea. That that Vaughn cry. What was he thinking when Flanagan comes walking past and says something like? Who cares what Flanagan says? Yeah. Like, he obviously just has no self-control. Like, zero (laughs) self-control. Because, like, really, like, if someone like Kyle Flanagan chirps at you, like, all it has to be, like, go back to reserve grade. Like, you're retarded, (laughs) you're second rate. Like, (laughs) it's just, it's the easiest comeback of all comebacks. The only reason you play first grade because your dad's, who we, yeah, like, exactly. So yeah, easy. Anything. So easy. And instead, he's just like, what the fuck would say? <laughs> <laughs> hey, there was even, I don't know if you guys saw what I saw, but I saw the old jersey grab sort of semi-punch. That's what I saw. Nah. He's just he's just a reactor. Um, and he knows that. Flanagan knew that. He didn't just say anything. And he, he knew he was going to react. And he did. And he just looked silly. Mate, um... I personally thought that uh, there were a few, a few good players for the Bulldogs. Like you've already mentioned, Declan, Declan Casey, is it? Yeah, yeah. I thought, uh, I thought, I'm, I, and I'm a massive fan of him. I think the Dolphins have got this bloke cheap. Jeremy Marshall King played well. Yeah. Um, what are they doing with Raymond Fatali Mariner? Because he's your best second rower, Dan. Right he's going to race it on. Well, they better do something quick because he he's just upping his value. I love him. I've always um, loved I, him. I thought I thought Burton was very good, except for when he was getting run over the top off by Mitchell. Yeah. Oi, did um, you know that? Um, did you know that he played for the Panthers? I don't know if you just remember. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Here's one for you, Clarky. This is a player that I forgot to mention last week, but I did have him in my notes. How good's Jed Cartwright going? Yeah, well, he, he's retained his spot again. They've um, hey, moved him into the centres. Playing, They've dropped. Um, yeah, he's playing centre. Yeah. Oh, mate, I don't think I don't know whether he's dropped, but um, Tane Milne hasn't been picked. He might be injured because he only played half the game. But yeah, no, he's been playing really well, mate. So is Isaiah Tass. Like, 
Oh, he's, he's playing. Yeah, awesome. I brought him up. A, I, th- I brought him up a couple of times during during the year before he made his return because he played one or two games, got dropped, went back you to his because you hate, you hate Paulo so much. Well, yeah, that, that <laughs> that's one of the reasons. But mate, since he's been back, he's been enormous. Yeah, I, and everyone just forgets that um, AJ is scoring a thousand tries every week. Just another hat trick. Just another three tries. Mm. No one and if he would have played last week, he would have got three tries off Richie Kenner. Yep. Um, the last note I've got in this game is that I, I did think that that was Flanagan's best game he's ever had. Mm. I thought he played well. Yep. I'm with you. He played very well. Yeah. And um, with Latrell, mate, unstoppable, mate, when he's playing like that. Uh, and when he's running at Burton, when he doesn't have to, when he's actually moving sideways towards Burton and talking to him at the same time as he's running over to him, mate. In a great, Clarky, that... Unstoppable. In a great that it looks like... Because Gildy predicted that you guys were going to fire at the right point of the season, which is now. In a great to see that Latrell's firing and the whole team just goes on the back of that? It's that one player that every team needs, and he's that guy. He's that good, though. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, just to point something out to you, Guilty, uh, you brought up Jed Cartwright. Did you know that he played for the Penrith Panthers? I did actually, know that. Dan, mm. I don't think he actually ever did. He did. He, he did. Yes, he did. Did he get a start in first grade? He certainly did. I didn't get he really? Okay. He is. He's the ex-Penrith Panther. I knew he'd been. Uh, I knew he got a start at some point when he was playing for the Titans. He got. And he got a be... game. He's gotten a game. With the Panthers, got one game, Penrith. Mm. Mate, I always assumed he was a how would you put it, a Jacob Arthur. I thought he was just one of those players who's getting a run because your dad's the coach. Mate, he has shown me. Well, Jacob Arthur might show me this one day as well. I don't think so, but he might. Um, Jed Jed Cartwright's a first grader, and Mm. mate, he he's a player. I, I looked him up to find out he's got another year at South, but he's another second rower that's showing that he's he should be starting somewhere. Fair enough. I just wanted to point out that the, the club he played for, that's all. Because it's important yeah, yeah. To, to point out. I know anyway. why. I know why. Oh, I wonder why. But Guilty, the three, two, ones for this match. Obviously, Latrell gets three, Totola two, and Karaz one. Boys, rapid fire tips for round 19. And Clarkie is on today's episode. So we're going to start with our boy Clarkie. Game one the Eels versus the Broncos at Parramatta. Power. Broncos. Power Broncos. One. Broncos. You got Broncos? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're um they're playing a great brand of football. Guilty. That's my yep. opinion. But anyway. Game two, the Dragons hey, versus we, the Sea. We got Jacob Arthur, mate. Oh, I know, I know. I know. You you pointed that out um very um abruptly. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. The Dragons versus the Seagulls at Cogra. Yeah, mainly, not with much confidence. Who are they playing? The Dragons. Dragons. Yeah, in Cogra. Um, yeah, I think Manly is the only the only away game I've gone this week. Yeah, I'm going to pick Manly as well. Gildy, you got to back this up. You got a full round last week. Got to back it up. Yeah. Yeah. Game Game Three: the Knights versus the Roosters at Newcastle. Cool. No, Are you two games. Yeah, I was gonna say Gildy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, roosters. the roosters. Yeah, I'm roosters as yeah, well. Roosters. 
Uh, game four, the Raiders versus the Warriors at Canberra. Raiders. Yeah, Raiders. And I'm on the Raiders as well. Panthers versus Sharks for game five at Penrith. Big game. First versus third. Penrith. Yeah, Panthers with all their stars back. I, I, I reckon they're going to do the Sharks. Here you go. By 25. By 25? That's very specific. It's a random yeah. number. Yeah, at least 25. A at least 25. going to put on the shark. <laughs> at least 25. Fair enough. Yep. Um, oh, look, I'm going to pick Panthers, and I'm with you, Guilty, because if the Sharks don't show anything here, they're pretenders. So they need to show something here because they've beaten teams without their best players lately. Yep. So. Game six, the Rabbitohs versus the Storm at Homebush. I'm going the Rabbitohs with zero confidence. Oosh. Okay. Mate, I'm going the Rabbitohs, and the the form is 55 to uh, the Storm and 45 to the Rabbitohs, and that's the closest game this week. Mate, I'm picking the Rabbitohs, and it will be very interesting to see if the Storm lose four in a row. Very, very interesting. Picking the Rabbitohs, Latrell Mitchell's too good. He's just G'd the whole team up. You can see it. Uh, Mate, game seven. No Pappenhausen, no Brandon Smith. Ah, correct. No Paps, no Brandon Smith. Yeah, but they still got superstars in that side, but they yep. still somehow lose. But anyway, game seven, the Bulldogs versus the Titans at Parramatta. Dogs. Dogs on the form, current form. Yeah. Bulldogs. How could that? All three of you said it. It's music to my ears. Uh, and game eight, the Cowboys versus the Tigers at Townsville. The Townsville Cowboys at Townsville. Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going with the Cowboys. I reckon, well. I reckon that um, uh, it'll be closer than you think, though. Uh, I don't think so at all. I, I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Townsville. Oh, uh-huh. Nick, Nick's. Nick's all confident now, Clarky, because he got eight in a row. Like you got the full round. You listen to him. We are. <laughs> we are. We are. Anyway. I said, I said the Cowboys. I just think it'll be closer than you think. There you go. <sighs> and if it's not, then you can't pick the Cowboys for five weeks. Just, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. That is stuff, me because they're killing it. Yeah. Not that you'd li- hey, not that you'd listen to the rules anyway, because you just decide to tip them. True. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. True. Boys, uh, our final segment is our bunker review presented by Rusty Penny. Our topics for today, boys, we've got four. Number one, Victor Radley has turned his back on the New South Wales Blues and the Australian Kangaroos to represent his father's English heritage, pledging his allegiance to the three lions over in England, boys. What do we think of this? Victor Radley wearing an English shirt for the Rugby League World Cup and beyond. Meh. Yeah. I don't see what the oh, eh. <laughs> what the, the the fifth best lock in New South Wales decides to play for another country. Mate, um, two years uh, ago he would have played at Origin if it wasn't for injury. <sighs> um, him and Cam Murray obviously have been at neck and neck throughout their the whole careers, even in juniors. Yeah. Um, Cam Murray's been healthy and probably playing better at the right times. Um, when Victor went off, was it last year when he went off with about a thousand head highs? Um, I don't think he's come back as strong. And 
Mate, I don't think he really deserved to be in the Origin squad this year, to be honest. And I think the writing's on the wall for him to play reps. If he wants to play reps, that's who he's got to play for. And you know what? It's good. It, it's, it makes a stronger English squad. It'll be interesting to see what the Pommy players think that play his position. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's always a big bugbear for the English fans. They want players that are English, from England, yeah. grew up in England to play I for thought, England. I thought that was the coach's mentality as well. Mm. I think I think when Victor Radley became available, the tone changed and he's like, as long as yeah, you're yeah. you're gonna play for the English jumper and you know that's your jumper, then you can get picked. So yeah, it's a bit of a controversial one. Mal Meninga came out today and he said I want He's a fucking flop this bloke, Fair Ingham. You know what I'm about to say, don't you? Yeah. He came out today and he said Origin has nothing to do with uh, the international game. So his suggestion, like I've suggested earlier, and it came from someone else that Ryan loves, which has been a lie. Um, his suggestion is if you grew up in New South Wales or Queensland, but your background's Kiwi or English, you should be able to play Origin. That's his opinion. And that's going to piss you off, Guilty and Clarkie. But that's a Mal Meninga suggestion now. The Australian coach has said that. Yeah, the Australian coach is the Australian coach because he coached Queensland when they had four future immortals who mm-hmm. I could have coached. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, you can't, no one can tell me that Mal Meninga is a good coach. I saw what he was like at Canberra. He's rubbish. He just gathers players together and goes on tour. That's Mal Meninga's job. Like this trigger, Jay. I knew it. All triggered. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, Phil's always been speaking about eligibility for six weeks. What is well, that? Hold on a sec. Look, let, let's let's go back to Mal Meninga. Isn't he got something to do with the Titans? How good are they going? Oh, hey? here we go. Look at you throwing shade. Well, let's face it. Look, what are you poking him there? Oh, I love it. I don't you love it? He became our intro because of us poking him. He he is the <laughs> intro of the Sideline Story Rugby League podcast. Um, Mao Meninga, uh, his suggestion has not is not original. A lot of people are saying that Origin has nothing to do with the international game. There is some some weight to it. However, um, it has weight to the Australian. It, it has weight to the Australian team to a degree. What do you mean to a degree? It either does or it doesn't. Well, because there's Samoan players playing for it, and I'm not against that. That's why I'm not going to steer away from that. Okay, you've got Samoan players and Tongan players playing. That's unfair for the New Zealand players that can't play. So they either can play or they can't. And I don't look, I don't care that Brian Toho plays State of Origin. What I care is, or, or Luai or Crichton, what I care about is that they should be. They should have allegiance to Australia first. And if they don't make the Australian team, they can go and play for whatever their tier nation, their tier two nation is. No dramas. Then the next year, they can come back and play Origin. And again, if they don't make the Australian team for whatever region, they can go away and play for their tier two nation. If they come out like Ola Kawadu has done mm-hmm. and says, I am playing for Tonga first and I'm not to be selected for Origin because I'm my allegiance is Tonga, which is what he's done. It was Tonga, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's Tonga. Yeah, well, that's it. He doesn't get to play Origin again. Victor Radley goes and says, I'm going to go and play for a T1 nation, that's England. That's it. You don't get to play Origin again. End of story. It's just so easy. You know what I reckon we should do? I've come up with an idea. 
Yeah. We had a blue jersey and a red jersey, and the fans vote. <laughs> and we call it the Origin All Stars. Yep. Yeah. That, that, that's what. That's that's the that's the argument I've got to go in with a few mates right now. You can, so you can to... bring you can bring Luke Thompson here because when uh, he come to when he come to Australia, he he was first in New South Wales, so he can play for the blue team. If the fans uh, choose to pick him. Mate, that's why the, the reason Origin works is because it's 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 the best of the Australian players playing against each other. That's why Origin works. Whether you like it or not, whether you think that it's going to get worse, like I got one mate who reckons, oh well, if you keep going like that, you'll have the fourth and fifth best player in that in that particular position playing. Mate, there's not one. You couldn't get, you couldn't give me one player where there's not an Australian, someone who. Who wants to play for Australia isn't the at least if not the best, the second best player in the position. Okay. Regardless of that, even if it was first, if it, that's just obviously not gonna happen. He's obviously just trying to be a bit silly there. But it'll still be unreal because it's still origin. And no matter what happens, origin will always be unbelievable. I don't care if it is the third best winger out there and then the sixth best hooker it'll still be origin it'll yeah, still be the best i agree Fair enough. i just think it's something that doesn't need to be fixed the reason you've got tier two nation players playing it is because the super league war happened when the super league war happened the arl couldn't fill an origin team so players like adrian land got to play and and so forth and it's just stayed as a result of that tier two nations got to continue to play Bring it back to how it was now. Look, let's face it, Samoa and Tonga are that strong. They don't need they don't need a leg up with regards to talent. If they want to be like I think the ARL or or the NRL should support them financially, right? But they don't need to play Origin. Fair enough. I'm gonna move it on now. I did like all those points. I, I like that Super League point, by the way, Gildy. That's very good, but I'm gonna move it on. Matt Burton has been officially sounded out as a target by Rugby Australia. That's Rugby Union for those that don't follow rugby like me. They have identified Burton and are also reportedly after Joseph Suwali, Cameron Murray being Clarkie's boyfriend, Kalen Ponga and Angus Crichton. So the question I have, boys, is do you think Rugby Australia will successfully raid the NRL for their top talent before the 2027 Rugby World Cup, like they did with Dakiri, Matt Rogers, and Wendell Saylor before the 03 World Cup? Um, they I might get they're... Angus. Where's Angus going to play? What position does Angus play for the Australian play... team? He... Outside centre. He was an inside centre, yeah. Mate, um... Next man up, who cares? Whoever goes, goes. We'll just we'll just get someone better. Mm. Can you remember a player? So this bloke was coming through behind Darren Lockyer, and he was the next big thing in rugby league. And he Barry just couldn't Barnes. get a start because yeah, Barry Barnes couldn't get a start because of just the timing. He mm. came through at a time when Darren Lockyer was the current five mm. eight. Couldn't get a start. Mate, he went on to become how many caps did he play for the Wallabies? Yeah, a few. He he went out. He ended up going out early in his career due to head knocks. Like that was in the early days when no one when no one knew what um CTE was. All I'm saying is that next man up, someone else turns up. 
No, look, no one even remembers. Look, let's, let's, unfortunately for Beric Barnes, no one remembers him playing any league. He played like three or four games for the Broncos. Who cares? Next man up. He played nine games for the Broncos and went, and went on to play 51 tests for the Wallabies. There you go. At well, least they're all actual rugby players. Like they're actually targeting rugby players. Where, where, does, where does Kevin Murray play? Breakaway? No idea. Absolutely no idea. You'd imagine yeah. so. Mate, you could probably play fullback for Eddington. For <laughs> like, Australia, anyway. So, uh, Vunavalu bloody debuted for the Wallabies in game three yeah. um, against yeah against England. So, anyway. How did he play? Does anyone know how he played? I don't know. Absolutely not. I just saw the guy piss off the roof. I told you this before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, number three, the RLPA and NRL are reportedly set to ban players from backing up for their club after playing Origin from 2023 onward. Thoughts? I like it. I, I, I don't mind it either. Beautiful. Would you look and at to that? Be fair, and to be fair, if the RLPA and the ARLC are both on board, <laughs> who's, who's disagreeing with it? No, it'll be the clubs. The clubs wouldn't be happy. They want to have their origin players come straight back. Oh, that, I'm, that's I'm the un, issue. I'm unsure whether they actually get a choice. Mm. If the if the players' association and the governing body are saying no, nah. and they like, yeah, yeah, I agree. Let's let's be fair. Like, that probably needs to happen. Mm. There, there'd be Especially some players, Clarky. There'd be some players who. Would refuse, would want to play. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, oh, 100%. I.e. Trebojevic. Yeah, but I don't think they'll get a choice. Yeah, I think that's, and, I think I don't have a drama with it. And if they wanted yeah, I mean, if if they, to play one game a week. Yeah, and if they wanted it to happen, I'll tell you what, they're probably the RLPA and the ARLC are probably like, oh, at least we're bringing this on board after that last game because everybody's probably watching that going, well, everyone's got concussion after that game. What what they'll do is they'll whinge, though. The next year when it happens, they'll whinge. Like players like Jai Arrow, who got 22 minutes in origin, won't be able to play. And yeah. they'll, they'll whinge because he's that, only young and had 22 minutes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like Talakai. That, yeah, that would be annoying. Boys, the last topic, the Latrell Mitchell withdrawal effect. So fans were 50-50 when he pulled from origin. Uh, some believe he had every right to. We spoke about this earlier um, due to his injury and, you know, confidence. And then others believed that it set a dangerous precedent uh, that placed club footy over rep footy and that players can pick and choose whenever they can, can and cannot play. Now, I said to you last week, Guilty, that in FIFA you get sanctioned and you get in a lot of trouble if you're, pull out of international duty without a reasonable excuse, i.e. injury. So over the past week or two, uh, sorry, over the past week, two players have already publicly stated their intention to sit out of the end-of-year Rugby League World Cup. So this is off the back of Latrell Mitchell pulling out of origin, by the way. So well, Saifidi, he goes, I'm not playing for Fiji. Um, My focus is on, this is quote-unquote, having a strong preseason for the Newcastle Knights instead. And then Josh Schuster, he also ruled himself out. Um, apparently to let his injuries heal and focus on transitioning into the halves for Manly next season. So the question I have here is, should players be able to do this or should there be ramifications for these types of withdrawals? Well, 
Mate, do both those players have injuries, right? Is that what we're saying? Or they're That's... playing so it's not good enough? Well, so if some, like... players play, some players play throughout a season injured and they continue to play with the injury and at the end of the year they go, well, I got to the end of the year. I did what I, my job is. I'm going to have the surgery yeah. now. That's yeah. just that's just bad PR. Yeah, don't don't really, do like, it. Don't do it now. Don't come out now if you don't. Well, do it now. Like do it now privately to your coach. Go, hey, yeah. hey, I'm not playing. And then when you announce it, don't just be like, oh, I need to lose weight to play five eight next year. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of weight. A lot of weight. <laughs> just say I'm injured. I'm getting surgery. Like seriously. <laughs> Like yeah, he probably I, I is, think... get, he probably is getting surgery. And you know what the ramifications would be? I what? wouldn't pick him ever again. Mm. If I'm the Fijian coach, I don't pick you again, Jacob Saifidi. That's Daniel. That's Daniel, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Daniel Saifidi. Yeah. Okay. And then Schuster's for Samoa. But yeah, like they're coming out now. I'm going. Oh yeah, I'm going to be injured at the end of the year. It's like, well, and <laughs> just just quite when you say it. Um, a bad look because and you brought up Latrell for some reason, mate. Jamie Lyon and same. Jamie Lyon did it throughout his entire career, and his wasn't. He just was like, "I don't want to play for New South Wales. Stop picking me." And we yeah. were that desperate that they just kept picking, him. and he went out there mate, and did nothing. Mate, yeah. he he was still it. He, he was still one of the best centers. All right, up until the end, Jamie Lyon. He was special. Old he was, face. but he kept saying, "He kept saying, stop picking me.' Yeah, I don't want to play. I don't want to play. I just want to play for Manly." And then just like, "Nah, nah, I'm just we'll pick you." Mate, like, I think. I think. Oh. Uh, I, I think bringing Latrell. Latrell's is different, man. Latrell, look, um, they could have easily come out and said, "Well, you don't get a choice." Um, mate, look, I brought this up last week. If if Greg Alexander, well, I keep saying Greg Alexander, if Brad Fittler and Greg Alexander had had the balls and said, he's the best center. Look, you know, Greg Alexander got interviewed on 360 after on the Thursday night after the uh, Wednesday game, came in in a full New South Wales tracksuit and said, oh, well, the reason we, we didn't win was because we didn't have our two best players, Turbo and Latrell. So, look, man, as far as I'm concerned, if they'd had the balls and said, if he's a, if, if, if he is fit, he's playing. And then I'm, I feel that Latrell would have said, they want me. There's no, oh, which centre should we pick? There's a few centres, blah, blah, blah. They would have just picked Latrell. Who is the best centre right now in the world? Hmm. So, look, I, I think that it was smart by Latrell what he did because they sort of didn't give him much, they, you know, they didn't really give him, you know, much the confidence. Love. The love. Yeah. Some people just need to be hugged, Daniel. Yep. A, a, a soft, embracing hug can go a long way. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, we'll leave it at that. So thank you, Clarky, Guilty, for coming on again. Uh, it's always a pleasure, never a chore. And a big thank you to our sponsors, Akasha, Rusty Penny, and the Aryan Co. And to everyone tuning in to episode 61. Hope you enjoyed uh, that episode of the Sideline Story Rugby League podcast. That is a wrap from us here. Go the Bulldogs and anyone playing the Australian Kangaroos in the World Cup. Glory, glory, go the balls. Go, para, go the snakes. Why do you hate Australia so much, Dan? Uh, I've told so you. So unpatriotic. Plenty of It's time. so unpatriotic. All right. We're American. It starts, with, it, starts, it starts with not getting origin. Oh, he, okay. he, you'd have to play for Australia, Dan. You know that, don't you, if you played. 
Oh, I'd love to play with Australia, but I just don't like the kangaroos. I don't have to like the kangaroos. You can't make me like the kangaroos. I'm not going to like them. And I've explained it a billion times. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> anyway, love you both. Three boys. Bye. Bye.